Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown Podcast. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, the Lakers were this close to reportedly signing Isaiah Thomas. Then Rajon Rondo, Rondo became available and they were also had their eyes set on Svi Mikhailuk, who is not going to be a Laker. Busy weekend, considering it is uh, August 29th while I'm recording this. Let's get to it. Let's start with the actual news from the weekend, and it's that the Lakers, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, are going to be uh, front runners to sign Rajon Rondo now that he has been bought out by the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, not all that surprising. As soon as he became available, you kind of sort of knew that the Lakers were going to be in on him. Uh, they obviously really enjoyed the title run that they had. Uh, he wasn't a Laker last year, and uh, I think to a certain extent they missed some of what he brought, uh, and uh, especially from the point guard spot when LeBron went down and 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 some of that stuff. But still, I, I I'm fine with it. It's a minimum contract. It's a shot in the dark. I do kind of chuckle at the fact that in that Jared Dudley column from Bill Plaschke, <laughs> Dudley said that the Lakers wanted to get younger. Rajon Rondo was less than a year younger than Jared Dudley. Uh, so that's funny. Look, it, it, it might have just been poor phrasing. It might have just been uh, a, a simplification of the situation and what the Lakers were trying to do there. But I think the Lakers were looking for production, not necessarily youth. Uh, now, it, we'll talk about Steve McKaylock in a little bit. He would have made the Lakers younger, but he also is somebody who would have potentially been productive in ways that Jared Dudley was not going to be this year. So Rajon Rondo is is going to. I think the Lakers needed a more facilitator-driven point guard uh, to add to the group that they have there. It's going to be interesting to see how the minutes kind of play out here. Where uh, I know Rondo probably is going to want to play. The Lakers have already have Russell Westbrook, who's going to get between 30 and 35 minutes a night. Uh, and then you have Kendrick Nunn. You have Taylor Horton Tucker. You have uh, Malik Monk. <laughs> These are all guys at the one slash two spots. And how those minutes kind of get divvied out after the lion's share of them go to Russell Westbrook is going to be really interesting to see. A lot of people online are saying that, yeah, Rondo's just going to be this year's Jared Dudley. He's hardly going to play. I'll believe that when I see it. Uh, I, I I really will. If that is the case, then I think Rondo is very well suited for that role. But I, I'm the competitor in Rajon Rondo is probably going to want to play, probably going to want to produce for this team. And how those minutes work out is is going to be fascinating. Frank Vogel's got his, his work cut out for him this year. Had the Lakers not gone in the direction of Rajon Rondo, according to John Krasinski uh, of The Athletic, the Lakers, here's, here's what he said, the Lakers were strongly considering Isaiah Thomas and things appeared to be heading that way as September approaches. Rondo getting the buyout from Memphis clearly changed things in recent days. Uh, so that's interesting. It's it's interesting for a variety of reasons, and, and I'm not here to question John's reporting uh, or or... Uh, or to get into the sourcing here. Uh, but Isaiah Thomas does, as Harrison points out in the post that he wrote for Silver Screen and Roll, he does share an agent with Jimmy Butler. Uh, John has had uh, some reporting on Jimmy Butler even since he left Minnesota two teams ago. <laughs> and uh, I would imagine that Isaiah Thomas's agent 
would and, and Jimmy Butler's agent would have wanted this out there that see look somebody still wanted my client and so uh you I it doesn't mean that the Lakers definitely weren't interested I don't I, I just think it's interesting that a, a lot of time had passed between Thomas's workouts plural right he had one I believe with the Lakers and I think he worked out again with Russell Westbrook and LeBron James um a lot of time had passed between those workouts and when the Lakers eventually signed Rajon Rondo, which tells me the Lakers weren't like desperate to sign Isaiah Thomas. I wish Isaiah all the best. I really do. It really sucks the way that uh, the Boston Celtics did him. And it really sucks that his career appears to have ended before he was ready for it to end by a lot. And I just, I just can't imagine there are very many teams that are interested in a 5'10"-ish point guard who wasn't a very good defender at his athletic peak and is now an even worse defender and and has clearly lost a couple steps. I, I'm, I'm rooting for him. I hope he lands on his feet and gets to end his career more on his terms. But it, I, I'm very skeptical about the fact that the Lakers were all that interested given how much time had passed between when he worked out with them and when they eventually just signed Rajon Rondo. The last little rumor, as I kind of mentioned in passing a second ago, is that the Lakers were interested and, and it was reported that Svima Kailuk was even likely to sign with the Lakers. Uh, he instead goes to Toronto on a one plus one deal where he has one year under contract and then a player option for the second year. I would imagine there has been no reporting really since the initial reports regarding how much he's going to be making, which would indicate to me that it's probably for the veteran's minimum. His his agent would want it out there that he got more than the veteran's minimum. Uh, in fact, right when it was reported, Shams Karania went out there and, and right away said, Svi got a, a second-year player option, which is kind of unique for a player in that kind of situation. So that tells me that the agent was out there trying to do his work for Svi, and that if more work was done for Svi, it would have been reported right away. And it, I find it interesting in that this is somebody who is apparently on the Lakers' radar. We know that Rob Polinka was interested in him uh, because Polinka was part of the group that drafted him. And so we know how much the Lakers have liked bringing back old Lakers this offseason, which kind of brings me to my point. Look, m- losing out on Speed Makai Luke, it would have been great. Speed's, uh, I think he had a down year shooting-wise last year, um, and a lot of that can be circumstantial. I think he's somebody who the Lakers could have rehabilitated a little bit. I think Toronto, however, offered a bigger role to Speed, and he took the, the Toronto opportunity. Um, what I am kind of... I'm not going to go so far as to say worried about, but I, it is now a significant trend here that the Lakers are becoming very focused on guys who previously played for the Lakers. And I I think what that might lead to potentially is some opportunity cost as they zero in on guys that they previously had and, and watched in the organization. There are a lot more players out there who have not played for the Lakers than players who have. And I would hope that the Lakers you know, while it is great to see some of these names come back and all of that, uh, I would hope that the Lakers do broaden their focus in, in the in the coming years or so where it isn't just 
friends of of LeBron and Anthony Davis and former Lakers who who the Lakers pursue in free agency or in or in trades and stuff like that. Uh, so obviously, I would have been it would have been nice to see Svi as a Laker. Um, I would have liked the signing given the the current status of free agency and where we are in that process. But I do hope that the Lakers aren't falling into a habit of it's just former Lakers and it's just buddies of Anthony Davis and LeBron James that they're interested in. Uh, it, it You just don't want to narrow your focus if you don't have to, given how competitive these things are and given how competitive the market is when it comes to improving your team. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown podcast. Uh, some stuff that I want you guys to pay attention to. Obviously, Christian and Jacob are going to record Can You Dig It later tonight, and that's probably going to have already aired when you guys listen to this. So if you're listening to this, make sure you check that out. Uh, we have a fun week ahead of us in terms of guests and stuff. Bit of a programming note, I'm going on vacation starting Thursday, so Thursday, Friday are going to be a little different from uh, what you're maybe used to. And then on the website, <laughs> Harrison wrote up a really fun post uh, saying that the Grizzlies have become the Lakers feeder uh, team. You should check that out. It made me laugh a couple times. So uh, until tomorrow, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.